You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The horses are on the track. Right around Australia on SEN Track. Thanks to Racing Queensland, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. Yes, welcome to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett and I, I'm Melissa Smith uh, with the beautiful Sam. Sam, how are you today for this glorious Friday morning? It is a glorious Friday morning indeed, and I'm very well. What about yourself? You've been a very busy lady too of late. I, I have plenty of sport around, which is excellent. It's a great time of the year, isn't it? Sport and racing. What yes. more do you need in life? That's all we need to know. That's all that should be on the news. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> agree with that. Hey, we'll be talking horse racing for the next half an hour. Uh, this past week for us, Sam, since we last spoke to you on Friday, you had a few rides on the weekend. Yeah, I, um, I'm still just chasing getting another winner. I've had a fair few placings lately and yep. it's getting a little bit frustrating but uh all in all uh things are going really well um there was a super run there on saturday from wairiri falls for the chris waller team he uh he was a very unlucky runner before i rode him last start and um he just missed out on the bob on you know mm-hmm. late on the line but um interesting side note wairiri falls is actually um the name of a waterfall that is about a half a second drive from my property in new zealand so i can just see it around the corner if i look yeah wow and i've walked up the wairiri waterfall many times it's about a three-hour walk if you're a slow walker like i am (laughs) um up and down but it's absolutely beautiful so anyway useless information for your friday morning hey i knew it was the kiwi horse (laughs) but uh so do you reckon it was born and bred around that area he was um Bred at Waikato Stud, and Waikato Stud looks directly up to the Kaimai Ranges, which is where the Wairiri Waterfall is. So oh. I would say that's how he got his name. Do you reckon a lot of the horses that are born and bred there have uh, names from around that area? I think especially if they're owned, New Zealand owners, they mm. go racing, um, which is a uh, syndication uh, managed by Albert Bosma, who's a Kiwi. Shout out to him. He's been a massive supporter of mine. Um both sides of the Tasman here. So he and, you know, his crew, I think they like to keep their horses named, you know, a bit local. So, it's yeah, yeah like it was it. quite cool. That's very cool. That, you, you must have a bit more of a connection to those horses then. Oh, I feel like I do. Yeah. I don't know if they know that, but <laughs> it makes, I don't know, it just makes it a little bit, you know, a little bit more personal. Yeah. Yeah, it makes you feel like you're, you know, I've got a bit Back of at home. home. Yeah, how good. <laughs> so that was at Doombin on, uh, on Saturday. Yeah, it was. And I picked up a couple of rides, uh, extra rides on Sunday too, and Harmony Reigns for Paul Jenkins. She ran a really nice second, uh, another one knocking on the door to win a race. And I had a couple of placings on Wednesday at Doombin. Mm-hmm. And obviously I've got Ipswich races today, uh, Eagle Farm Saturday and Sunny Coast Sunday. So same old. Yeah, same old. So you've been busy <laughs> this week as well. Five rides on Wednesday, hey? Tiger's he, raw. Yeah, he went super. Uh, his first up run here after um, a run in New South Wales was really encouraging. He got back that day and... Still did a little bit wrong. He was quite green in the running, but ran second to a very smart horse, um, Chris Leases, I believe. Uh, but he was very gallant in defeat on Wednesday too. Um, the wide barrier draw sort of forced me to ride the horse closer to the speed, which I would would have liked uh, as opposed to getting stuck wide. Um, it just meant he was a bit of a sitting duck. But the horse that beat him uh, of Scott Morrissey's 
It's had fantastic form. It looked like it was due to win one soon, and it just rolled me late, unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> uh, you got the second there. I know. Well, uh, every week we have a guest, and this week um, we've got Gold Coast trainer Adam Campton. Yes, Adam, fantastic person and great young trainer. He's got um, a very special horse in his stable who we'll chat to him about. But um, his horses always look fantastic, Adam. Um, I always see them and think, geez, he, he must feed well. He does a great job. Um, he's certainly a young trainer to be keeping your eye on. Excellent. Well, let's speak with him now, shall we? Let's bring in Adam, Gold Coast trainer Adam Campton. Adam, good morning to you. Good morning, ladies. How are you? Very well, thank you. And um, exciting weekend ahead for you, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, obviously, exciting horse for our stable. Obviously, haven't been training too long, but um, to have a horse like Deep Four in the barns um, makes those early mornings a bit easier to get up. Yeah, certainly. So, how long have you actually been training now, Adam? Uh, just under two years. My first runner was January last year um, in Lordy Markle, and um, but yeah, obviously, come back from Hong Kong, literally July 18, um, just over two years ago, and then. Started training here on the coast September 26 or something it was like that. So, um, yeah, just under two years now. Has he got a good memory? Yeah, time, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah sometimes it's fun. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, how have you found uh, training? Because we know it, it is a gruelling yet rewarding uh, line of work to go down. It is very tough. Um, I wasn't... I was always knew it was going to be tough. It's one of those games you get into training horses. You know, it's going to be long hours and a lot of stressful um, moments when you're working with animals. So um, it can obviously, I love it. It's very rewarding. Uh, I come from a family of racing my whole life, so I knew what I was getting myself in for. And um, I'm very lucky. I've got an incredible fiance who's a big part of my team. I've got great staff, and um, you know, it's always it's always me who's doing the interviews and always my name against it, but. <laughs> It's a big team effort. So, you know, to have great staff and good people around me, it makes it a lot easier. I think that's important. And we talk to so many people that are in racing and I feel like uh, most people have had some kind of a racing background. They've got family. We talked to Taylor McKinnon last week. She's obviously um, in partnership with her dad, mm. things like that. So you said you've come from like a racing background. What, you know, what kept you in racing essentially? Like it's easy to say, oh, yeah, my you know, for me, my parents were jockeys, so it seemed like a natural option. But there was never really my first um, port of call, I guess you would say. I thought I'd do something a little bit smarter than what I'm doing, but here I am. So <laughs> what gave you the bug to continue on the like the racing route? Yeah, you're right. So I, mean, I, I, was, I was the same as, as a young person as well. I, I actually did not enjoy it one bit just because everyone did it. So I was a bit stubborn as a young fellow and wanted to do something <laughs> different. Um, so I played a lot of cricket and footy and hung around with my mates and did that so um it was always something dad was doing dad got out of it he was a jockey and i don't really remember him riding as a young person you know he only rode two years into my life and then obviously become a trainer but um it was just one of those things that was always around you know cory brown was a friend of small man i'm very close with cory and i was always traveling to the races with him and i think just as i got older i respected racing a lot more my grandfather was a really important person in my life he was lucky enough to win a melbourne cup and um, someone I was obviously very close to. So just being around those people and falling more and more in love with it. I, I remember probably going to school at 13, 14 when the bug sort of hit me and I had my best bets in, you know, between my math book and stuff like that. So <laughs> the old best bits. I think, I think so everyone's good. had a best bits in their life. <laughs> yeah, so mum and dad definitely knew it was going to get me. They tried to not keep me away from it, but wanted me to try 
different avenues and I did. I, I worked in a pub and did hotel management, did a lot of sports management and um, I would, you know, tried everything and um, I did a bit of carpentry too and I was absolutely useless. So um, <laughs> I sort of just come back to racing. That's how I got back into it. Probably about, you know, 16, 17, 18 was when I really fell in love with the horses. Hey, I, I just want to rewind a, a bit here. You said your grandfather won a Melbourne Cup. Who was your grandfather and what, what horse uh, did he have in the Les, Melbourne Cup? Les Coles, uh, even Stevens, 1962. He was lucky enough wow. to be one of the first jockeys to win the Caulfield Cup, Melbourne Cup, um, Caulfield Cup, Melbourne Cup double. So he, he was, was a jockey. Um, yeah, he was. He was, a, he, was a, he was a jockey. He was a great jockey. But he, was a, he was a very special man. He was a, he was a good, good bloke. He passed away a few years back, but... Someone who taught me in life just to, you know, have a go if you believe in yourself. It's probably the only thing you can really do in life is have a crack. And um, he was definitely the one person that probably pushed me to decide to be a trainer. Isn't it funny, though? I remember having the same discussion with my mum, who obviously came through riding, you know, the riding ranks as a woman where it was a bit tougher. And, and she tried to sort of steer me away from taking it, um, you know, that route with my life in terms of riding. And she said, you just have to toughen up. But she said to me now, obviously over the years, she's like, you will never have, um, like the rewards you get for, you know, what you get out of racing now, you can um, take so much satisfaction out because it's your own, you know, blood, sweat and tears. And I imagine that's the same with training. And like you say, your lovely fiance, um, who's a massive part of your role and your stable and things like that. When you're having the success, um, you know, it just must make those dinner dates a lot easier for sure. Yeah, definitely. You're right. I mean, it's, racing's one of those games. Everyone's quick to knock down everyone, but, you know, if they sort of took a deep breath and looked at how hard everyone works, um, you know, there's a lot of jealousy in racing. There's a, a lot of people that want to knock you down before picking you up, so one thing it taught me is definitely tough me up even moving to Hong Kong was one you know, it was a big lesson in my life to tough me up and um, you know I take my hat off um, to all jockeys and all trainers it's, it's a tough it's a tough sport and um, you know everyone's out there for the one thing and that's to win races and that's what we want to do obviously and to look after our animals they're the most important thing so it's a massive thrill I don't care if I train a winner at you know Gatmel Bow Desert or you know Ramwick or Eagle Farm it's still a big thrill and you know, you get a big thrill out of your, your staff as well. They're the ones who are here every morning working their butts off yeah. and um, they don't get the accolades that obviously the trainer gets, but um, they deserve, you know, the big pats on the back there. They work tirelessly and, you know, the love and respect they show the horses, that's amazing. It is a massive team effort, isn't it? But um, what made you want to go to Hong Kong and what was the drive behind that that choice? Dad rode in Hong Kong a bit um, when he was a rider and, Obviously, growing up, we watched a lot of Hong Kong racing and a good mates with Zach Burton. I actually hit him up at just sitting there one day when I was a bookmaker and sort of just going through the motion. And I hit him up and said, do you reckon they'd offer me an opportunity over there? And he uh, got me in contact with a guy called Richard over there. And then a few months later, I found myself moving there. Taylor and I were only six months in our relationship. And I asked a country girl from Bundaberg if she wanted to move to Hong Kong. It was a bit, wow. of, a, uh, a bit of a head stuff around at first. She, I didn't, she didn't really know what was going on, but um, she said yes. So fortunate enough, we packed our bags, arrived in Hong Kong, had no idea what was going on, and um, it was probably the best thing I've ever done in my life. She's Must a be keeper. A, yeah, she is absolutely a keeper. And but that, what a fantastic basis to a relationship, though. Obviously, like it's sort of like baptism by fire, isn't it? Yeah. You know, like. Um, you go over there, totally different. It's new for you both, but it must hold you in fantastic stead now with 
you know, what you've got going on with your stable. And how many horses have you got in work? Um, and we'll have a chat to you too about Depor and him running at Randwick this weekend, which must be very exciting. Um, so we've got 48 boxes here at the coast. Um, we've, I've got 30, yeah, 39, 38 in work at the moment. Um, that's obviously starting to build up now. I've just been given another 20 boxes to at Train Tech with the new developments at the coast, so it'll be 68 in total. So, Ooh, um, it'll be a, it'll be a good setup. I'm very lucky. I've been very very fortunate and very grateful for the support I've been given. Um, yeah, and it's it's been a quick rise, but that's something I I couldn't do without um, the great team behind me. Yeah, it's a, it makes a massive. Um, it takes a, probably a massive weight off your shoulders knowing you've got good staff, you know, doing the job. Like you say, the horse comes first and there's so many little things that can get missed if you haven't got the right people on board. Um, it's the difference with getting a horse to the races or not. But Depore, obviously, he's been a fantastic flagship horse for your stable at that early start, you know, like in your in your training career. Talk to us about how you've acquired this horse and like the ride he's taken you on so far. Yeah, he's taken us on an incredible ride. We purchased him online, um, English Digital. I think he was roughly 26,000. Um, got him here. He was a big, raw bugger. Um, very dumb, very dopey. Um, like most boys. Really <laughs> 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 you said that, not me. Really. <laughs> no, he, he just took time. Um, didn't really change much with him, just you know, sort of trusted the process that, you know, he did, did need that time. Um, I couldn't syndicate, syndicate it was at first, and obviously a new trainer, people, hey, I'm not buying into that horse. So we gave him the time, um, and then we gave him a little jump out when he first come back, and I think he's about 10 or 12 lengths off a horse at the coast here, and he picked him up um, down the street. Well, he might be pretty smart, this horse. So we then took him to the trials. I remember Kyle Wilson-Taylor tried him, and he, he beat Emily Girl in the trial, and we also then thought, oh, you know, he's... Was pretty talented this horse so the shares went pretty quickly then yeah um and obviously yeah the rest is history he then trialed again um he had a bit of a setback first up at the coast that day when he got beat um which i was you know a bit flat after that because i knew how good he was but we just went back to basics and um, my physio was actually a big help in that chiropractors um getting him back to his best and then yeah second up at the sunny coast is when he you know showed us what he could do and that's when he continued the winning streak. It, it's so, um, like, people don't see what goes on behind the scenes with a horse like that. They just read, you know, the form line that's reading one, 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 right? And But you say a big horse like that, you know, trying to get him to the races, he's obviously still developing and growing. You say you did a bit of work with, like, the chiropractor and things. And these horses, what people don't understand is I would say most horses in a racing barn get better care than the trainers themselves. Like, when was the last time you went to the chiropractor? Like, probably never. You wouldn't believe it. I actually went late last week. I had a kink in my neck. And uh, had a baby go. So that was, that was my first time. I couldn't tell you how long. But, um, yeah, your story's oh, flawed, like, Sam. Yeah. It's probably one thing that really um, upsets you as a trainer. Seeing these people say, you know, like, these horses aren't taken care of. I, I know that... Um, not to my own all, but I'm down here at 8.30 at night, walk around the stables. I'm very lucky that I live here as well. So, you know, you, they're, they're my main priority. I love them to death. And um, horses like Deepaw, you know, he's, he's nearly iced every day. Um, you know, he's treated by chiros, physios. He's got everything looked at him. He's, he's fed perfectly. You know, he's, the vets are looking at him all the time. If anything goes wrong, you know, he's, his boxes, he's, everything's done for him every day. He's like living in a hotel for him. So, wow. yeah, well, not just him. That's how yeah. every horse is treated. So they're treated um, like elite you know, sports people, aren't they? Yeah, people don't see they, that. They are, and that's, 
correct, and that's what they are. And I probably didn't have that respect as well. Sort of, I worked in stables, and um, you know, when they're when they're your own, you 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 want everything to go right. And obviously, it's very very frustrating when things go wrong, but you can't control it. They are animals, but yeah, I can assure everyone out there, with any trainer, you know, they love their horses, and uh, all they want to do is obviously, you know, do the best by them. You know what? If I ever pass away, I want to come back as a horse. I say that to people all the time. I was like, <laughs> I have sport horses at home, but there, there's no way they get the the love of treatment and attention that a horse in full full work does. You know, mm. so, um, yeah, like all we want to say. Well, obviously, it's been fantastic talking to you, and all the very best with Deepor on Saturday. We'll be watching and cheering, um, from up here in sunny Queensland. So hopefully, the weather's good for you down in Sydney too. No, I appreciate it, mate. Thanks very much for the chat. Thanks so much for coming on to the Queensland Hoop. It's been great to speak with you, Adam. Adam Campton there, the Gold Coast trainer. Best of luck this weekend. Well, stick with us here on the Queensland Hoop. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Queensland is racing. We'll be back after the break. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. The horses are on the track. Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett on SEN Track. Yes, welcome back to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett and I, where we're bringing you the latest racing Queensland news. Sam, this weekend, where can we see you settle up? I'll be at the lovely Eagle Farm on Saturday, obviously Ipswich this afternoon, and then uh, going forward to Sunday at the sunny coast. Raw wraps up at the sunny coast, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? Like usual. How good. Hey, I noticed um I was I was flicking through some um some of the Racing Queensland news and I noticed that there's a jockey who will be riding on his seventieth birthday this weekend. That's wild. An unbelievable achievement. Mount Isa Hoop, Keith Ballard. 70. So a shout out. Very yeah, happy sh- birthday. Shout out to him. That's a phenomenal effort. Um yeah, I mean, goodness me, 70. I thought mum was going super at 60, but gee, she's got another 10 years left in her now. <laughs> yeah. I have to tell her this. 70, how good is that? <laughs> so he'll celebrate the milestone by riding at Caulfield this weekend. Love that for yes. him. Fantastic. How good. How good. Uh, you did mention that you'll be riding at Ipswich, so that is on today. Tomorrow, though, racing does continue at Eagle Farm. Aquas Park on the Gold Coast Poly Track there. Toowoomba, it's the night mate, which we know you love. And then Townsville as well in the country. Middlemount, Caulfield, Tambo, St. George, Bundaberg. And then on Sunday, like Sam said, it all wraps up at the sunny coast. Yeah, it all wraps up at the sunny coast. I want to make a couple of little shout-outs while we're here. We had a couple of engagements um, oh. in the jockeys' ranks uh, over the past few weeks. So Cole Wilson-Taylor and Angela Jones um, announced their engagement, uh, I think it was like the 14th or something of this month. Wow, so they kept it quiet for a while. And um, uh, Mick Murphy and Georgina Cartwright, while they've been away holidaying, uh, also got engaged. So shout out to them. They might be breeding more jockeys sooner rather than later. How good. Or will they be <laughs> like your parents and try and, you know, just tell you tell you to go down another route? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> A very big congratulations to them. Uh, that's beautiful, isn't it? Love yeah. is all around. Well, thanks so much for tuning in to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett and I on SCN Track. Sam, best of luck this weekend. Thank you very much. Yes. It's been great to have your company. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, you can visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Happy racing.